1450 AM, WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9, our new signal in Manchester. It is Kale and Company, and we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call for an appointment right now at 603-225-7988, or you can do it online as well at weedfamilyautomotive.com. My guest today on the show is Interim Executive Director of the Concord Community Music School, Marianne Lindbergh. And uh, Marianne, welcome to Kale & Company. Great to have you with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on. Well, it is uh, our pleasure to have you here. And I, I, I read your message on uh, ccmusicschool.org <laughs> uh, where you mentioned that uh, you, know, you are pretty much the, the newest member of the uh, Concord Community uh, Music School. How did you arrive uh, at the school? Well, one of the board members had reached out to me to get some information about how to form an executive, an interim executive director position. And I mentioned to her that I, in fact, do this kind of work as a nonprofit consultant. And also that I used to be a professional musician, which she did not know. Uh, and in short, I interviewed for the position and have been there since late June last summer. And uh, how, how has your experience been thus far? Oh, it's an amazing place. The people are so terrific. They've been so welcoming. The quality of what they do there is really, really great. So it's been, a, it's been quite a pleasure to be there. So, and uh, you uh, were not connected with the school in any, in any fashion prior to that? No, I was not. I don't live in this area. So ah. I, I, while I knew of its reputation, I'd never been here and it's been it's been quite an education learning what they do there. Yeah, I guess so. And so, tell us a little bit about uh, your background. You just mentioned, and uh, you you wrote it in your introductory message on the website uh, that uh, you were a professional singer for a number of years all over the world. I was uh, many 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 years ago, uh, back in the seventies. I spent about ten years as a professional musician, doing everything from classical music to hard rock, um, and tr- toured recorded um, just about everything from the places with the chicken wire in front of the stage to Madison Square Garden, Avery Fisher Hall. Wow. So it was uh, a long time ago, but very interesting part of my life. I mean, you're, you're talking about uh, some of the iconic venues when you mention uh, Avery Fisher Hall and Madison Square Garden uh, in New York. What uh, what did you perform at those at those venues? It just about anything except country, I think, at okay. that point. <laughs> so I, I toured with a number of different groups and also solo work. So it, it all depended on what the jobs were and where they were and what was happening. Wow. So would we recognize any of them? Uh, you probably would, but I prefer to keep that part of my background in the background. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Very good. But uh, that that is really something. So uh, did the, the fact that this was the Concord Community Music School... Uh, uh, appeal to you uh, so much that you did accept this uh, interim uh, position. I did. I did. Because I, I did know of the reputation of the school, even though I had no connection with it directly. Um, but as one of the key nonprofits in the area and one of the best arts organizations in certainly the state, if not the country, um, I was aware of its reputation. And so when they reached out and I had a chance to talk with them about it, it, it was intriguing. Because love, music remains my first love, and being able to serve an organization that's dedicated to music and the arts is a great opportunity for me. Well, so many uh, activities take place 
uh, at the Concord Community Music School. We've talked about uh, the school on these airwaves uh, in the past. But uh, coming up on February the 10th as part of your Box Lunch Series, that's box as in B-A-C-H apostrophe S Lunch Series, uh, a concert called Spread the Love featuring uh, a member of our WKXL team and uh, former Congressman Paul Hodes, uh, his wife Pego, and uh, Kent Allen. Uh, tell us what we can expect uh, during, during that appearance, uh, that afternoon. Well, as always, it's going to be an amazing musical performance. Um, the group is terrific and has performed together for many, many years. Um, but there's going to be at least one original composition that's going to be played there, and they plan on doing some folk music in honor of the late David Surrett, one of our former faculty members who passed away in December. So it's it should be a very touching and certainly very moving concert to attend. And you see uh, Paul in a, a very different light uh, on stage, and, and you will see it if you attend the uh, series uh, event on February the 10th at uh, the Concord Community Music School. And it's going to be a, a terrific show. His, his wife, Pego, very talented. They've been together performing music for many, many years. And uh, Kent Allen as well. So it's going to be uh, a great afternoon. And uh, it's a brief performance. It's what, uh, like 1210 to 1250, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so what can people do to uh, to attend? Can they just show up? Or what's, what's uh, the best advice? Because we're trying to be a safe, relative to COVID as we can, we ask that people register ahead of time. Okay. Um, and so you can just go on our website, ccmusicschool.org, and register to attend and then show up. And people are spaced out, and we ask that you be masked if you're there. So it's we, we do everything we can to keep people as safe as possible. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is there a cost to attend? I don't believe so. Okay. So that is uh, coming up on the 10th of February, Paul Hodes. And uh, his wife, Pego, and, uh, and Kent Allen. It should be a, a terrific uh, afternoon, although you can just go in, on your lunch hour and enjoy the uh, box lunch series. And uh, I understand the, the uh, programs uh, are open uh, to the public and mm -hmm. take place on the first and uh, second or second, uh, first and third uh, weeks, uh, Thursdays of each month. Yeah, it, it, it takes place twice a month, mm -hmm. and um, honestly, I'd have to say go on the website for the dates because okay. they've been shifting around a little bit due to faculty getting COVID and I'm other sure. things that, that happen these days. Yeah, uh, a lot of that uh, going on, a lot of schedule shifting uh, these days, no matter what uh, venue you're talking about, but the series runs November through May in the Music School's uh, Recital Hall and located at 23 Wall Street in uh, downtown Concord, and it's sponsored by the uh, Walker Lecture Fund. And uh, a short time ago, we had uh, a trustee of the Walker Lecture Series on with us, and uh, they provide uh, quite a service in Concord, and they have done so for many, many years. They are truly a, a remarkable uh, organization with uh, their lecture series that takes place uh, starting uh, very soon, as a matter of fact, at the uh, uh, Concord uh, Auditorium, the Concord Auditorium downtown, right behind uh, City Hall in uh, downtown Concord. So let, let's talk about uh, the instructional part uh, of the school. And uh, you have some uh, early childhood uh, programs uh, that are uh, very intriguing. 
We do. Um, we have actually a very wide variety of programs, ranging from literally infants up to people who are around 100 years old still studying. Um, we've got ensembles, we've got individual lessons, we've got group lessons. Um, for our early childhood in particular, we've got music and movement, one of our popular programs. Um, and just something that people may or may not be aware of is that many of the, the Concord Community Music School programs take place in other places throughout the region. So not everything takes place in our facility itself. Oh, okay. That's that's important to uh, make note of, that it's not all at... Uh... On, on your wall, at your Wall Street location. Correct, correct. Yeah, our faculty go out and we've got partnerships with preschools, um, K through 12 schools, retirement villages and other places like that to do various kinds of things. And uh, some of our programs include a Parkinson's music and movement group. Um, our, our vocal instructors have helped people recover from strokes and get their, their ability to use their voice back. For the early childhood, it's a matter of not only beginning to think musically and move and learn percussion and all those things that little kids love to bang on stuff, but it also is a wonderful way for um, children who may have issues ranging from autism or being on the spectrum in one capacity or another to children who come from traumatic backgrounds. And the music and the movement really help bring these kids out and give them the confidence to, to go forward in the rest of their lives. So. Wow, that that is amazing. Uh, you know, the the programs are so wide ranging, so, so wide ranging, and so diverse. And uh, the communities and the, the folks you serve are, are so very important to us. Uh, from ages five months to six years old in in the uh, in the youth programs. But as you say, uh, the age span goes up to what a hundred years old. Just you said about, yeah. just about a hundred years old. And uh, wow, it, it really is amazing. So many programs available and uh, music in the community. And, uh, you know, you, as you mentioned, you have many events at your location at 23 Wall Street in downtown Concord. But uh, you also spread the love uh, throughout the entire community as well. We do. We do. And there, uh, you know, you can study a number of different instruments. And the other thing that people don't realize is that uh, each year between our community-based programs and our on-site programs, we provide almost $200,000 in financial aid so that anybody who wants to can study or attend or participate. Um, it's really important to the organization that everyone who wants to can access our programs. And so we work with um, new Americans, people who are immigrants from other countries, um, and the music and being involved in something like this helps give them voice as well. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's an amazing uh, institution that you, that you have there. And uh, it goes back uh, a number of years. You're not, uh, you're not newcomers, I think. Uh, almost 40. Almost 40 years. Well, yeah. well there you go. And on, on a regular basis, on a, on a weekly basis, how many, how many people uh, do you serve at the Concord Community Music School? Um, it depends on the season and the semester and mm -hmm. you know, some summer programs and so forth. But we serve about 1,500 different people over the course of a year. Um, wow. Right now, a lot of our programs are virtual, and we're actually finding that that enables some people who can't necessarily travel to the school to take part. So we actually have students from all over the country. We have people who are shut-ins but still want to participate or study music. 
So the virtual, while it might have been something that happened because of COVID, we're finding is a wonderful opportunity to reach out to more people who don't have a music school like this in their community. So you have really uh, broadened the horizons uh, of the school and and the people that uh, are able to take advantage uh, of the of those virtual lessons and virtual opportunities that you offer. We do. We, we really have. And I, I don't take credit for it. I've only been in this position for a few months, but our faculty have really stepped up and are offering whatever it is that the students need. So we do still have on-site programs. We've got those programs in the community. But if people feel like they only are comfortable with a virtual program or, in fact, prefer it, our faculty have stepped up and have done a wonderful job. Yeah, I was going to ask you uh, how COVID impacted what you do at uh, Concord Community, Community Music School. But I, th- I think you've told us. And I, I think, uh, you know, there are lots of, uh, lots of negatives, certainly, uh, in, involving uh, COVID that we all know about. But uh, in, in some cases, uh, you know, you, you had the opportunity to, to expand uh, your base, uh, really. I mean, otherwise, it probably uh, wouldn't have taken place. Exactly. And one of the things that's special about the, the Concord Community Music School is that we provide our students with a lot of opportunities to perform, which sounds frightening if you're not used to it. But we find that even the, the kids love stepping up and they are f- so confident in their music. But the virtual option has given us the ability to now share that with their families, their friends, who couldn't all come and attend an in-person recital. So there's a lot of opportunity there. You can go on our YouTube channel and see a lot of the videos yourself. Wow, man. So you have a YouTube channel as well. I wasn't we aware of that. Yep, you can link to it directly from our website. Now that that is terrific. And and what what's up there? What can people expect to see? Well, there are everything from faculty recitals and performances to the student recitals. And um, if you again, if you're not used to this level of quality of music, um, the the student recitals are not something like you might expect in a normal elementary school recital kind of thing. These kids are doing amazing stuff, and it's a pleasure to listen to them. The faculty are superb at working with people, whether they are brand new at this, trying hard, or headed off to become professional musicians. They, they really can work with anybody wherever they're coming from. It really must be uh, an amazing faculty. It is. It is. And they love what they do. And, and probably many of them uh, have, have been there for quite some time, I would, I would suspect. Many of them have been, but what we're actually seeing now, which is really cool, is alumni from the school who studied oh, there when they were younger are coming yeah. back and teaching. That's, that's a terrific thing, Yeah, to teach where you learned. So that's, uh, that doesn't happen all the time, and uh, so glad to hear that it does happen at the Concord Community Music School. So many, uh, it's so multifaceted because uh, you have dance as well, correct, in movement classes? In the, in the music and movement, yeah. yeah. We don't have, like, pure dance right, programs. Right. But we also have um, an audio studio where people can do recordings if students are going off to college and they need to record themselves for uh, a test tape. We've got that. We've got lots of things like that where where students can learn composition, and we've got some high school students who are doing that and are really terrific. So lots of Uh, opportunities. I guess so. I I mean, it is uh, so uh, diverse, and you you offer so many different uh, programs that it, that it really kind of uh, boggles the mind. I mean, if you're interested in music at all or 
learning music or you want to play a certain instrument. I mean, this really, folks, is the place to go, right? It is, absolutely. And, and the fun thing is that uh, many of our faculty can teach multiple instruments and do. And so we've got, we've got some ethnic-based uh, instruments that people learn. Um, we've got rock, jazz, folk. We've got people who learn how to fiddle. <laughs> it's, yeah. you, you never know what you're going to hear when you walk down the hallways, mm-hmm. and it's lots of fun. It must be fun, actually, just to walk down the hallways, right? It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. At 23 Wall Street in, uh, in downtown Concord. And it is the uh, Concord Community Music School. And uh, they have just served so many people uh, over the years since opening their doors, uh, well, quite a while ago, in 1984. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they've grown ever since and continue to and expand uh, what they're able to offer now, not only to the Concord and uh, vicinity community, if you will, uh, but uh, well beyond that. So that is just, uh, just amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It really and truly is. Uh, what are some of the other things you can you can tell us about uh, the school in, in terms of uh, you know, programs that are offered and, uh, and you know the what what just generally what what you teach there? Well, again, we teach all sorts of instruments, everything from you know fiddle and violin yeah. to flute to voice to piano. Um, we do have people learning how to to work in a recording studio. Um, we do. I need lessons there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, in the past, we've done some musical theater and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, we've got ensembles again for our, we've got children's ensembles. We've got ensembles of adults in all sorts of variety of musical genre. Yeah. Um, so they're really, when it comes to music, almost anything you want to do, you can, we can find a way to, to work with you on it. And the thing that I find really unique about this particular organization, and I've worked with at this point as a consultant, especially hundreds of nonprofits, there's a sense of community there that isn't just on paper and it's not just something that they give lip service to. When you walk in there, you're really welcomed no matter what your background is, no matter what your musical ability is. People want you to be there. They want you to be a part of what the school is all about. And that I think is why people have stayed in touch and, and continued to refer people to us because they really feel like it's a place where you can have a musical home. You can, you can be part of something and you don't have to be, you know, a high level professional musician mm-hmm. to be accepted or, or liked or worked with by the faculty. So it's very much uh, all inclusive. It is. It is. It was based on the settlement model many, many years ago which really was all about access to people who may not have access normally. And that's, they've built on that to a wonderful degree. Uh, and I think if anybody walks in, even if you just want to know more, everyone is happy to talk to you about what it is you have in mind. Even if you don't, aren't really quite sure, you can try things out in little short snippets and a lesson or two and that kind of thing. So that's it then. I mean, if you go in and uh, you know, want to learn how to play the trumpet, let's say, and then you discover uh, after a couple of lessons, eh, the trumpet's not for me. I, mm-hmm. I want to go to the, uh, the clarinet or, you know, whatever it might be. You, you, you have that opportunity to do that. You do. And, and we have faculty chairs, um, which is just what they're called. But they're the faculty members who specifically will work with any student coming in to make sure that the, who you're working with as a faculty member is a good fit for what you're looking for as a student. And so as things go along, they check in, make sure things are going well, 
make changes as need be. It's, it's all about making sure the student is getting what he or she or they want out of it. Our guest on the program today is the Interim Executive Director of the Concord Community Music School, Marianne Lindbergh. And this is Kale and Company on 1450 AM WKXL 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester, presented by Weed Family Automotive, located at 124 Store Street in Concord, weedfamilyautomotive.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company, and we're glad to have you with us today. Also glad to have with us the interim executive director of the Concord Community Music School, Marianne Lindbergh. And Marianne has been talking about all the uh, various activities at the Concord Community Music School. And is, is one of your jobs, perhaps, as the interim director to, uh, to get the, the word out? I mean, I'm sure there are people listening to this program today that uh, may not have been aware up until they listened today as to what's available at the uh, Concord Community Music School. And that we found that that is absolutely the case or that people have misconceptions about what's yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, part of what I'm working with the team on is um, we are in the process of redoing our website and hope very shortly in the next couple of weeks to have a new website up, which will enable us to get the word out a lot better. Um, so we are working on some marketing and communications plans to make sure that everyone who should know or wants to know really understands the impact this organization has. So a brand new website, and uh, I imagine that you're uh, very much involved in the, the formulation of, of that site. I am, but again, I've got a terrific team in place, and everybody has been working together very, very well to make it the best it can be. Now, I, I checked out your website. In fact, I was looking at it just, just moments ago. It, it looks like, you know, to me, a, a decent website, but uh, it's going to be new and improved in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, there's, it's, it's very text-heavy. It's, it's been around for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And you remember the early days of websites when everyone thought you just put print stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. I don't mean that. But it's, yeah. it, we want to have a lot more visuals so people can go on the website and see what really happens with our programs, with our students, see the variety of students that we work with of all ages, of all ethnicities, um, and really find it much easier to follow through and try a lesson or contact a faculty member and so forth. And, and, and again, you uh, reiterated and uh, importantly so that uh, it's all ages. It's all ages, folks. I mean, whether you have uh, youngsters from uh, you know, five months old to six years old or whether you're a senior citizen like me and uh, want to go in and uh, take up an instrument and, and enjoy uh, music. And, you know, I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't enjoy music. There are very few that can perform it uh, as, as successfully as they might like. But uh, I think everybody it's, enjoys music. I mean, after all, it is the universal language, right? Music? It is. Yeah. It is. And we're actually finding that a lot of folks, uh, baby boomers, for instance, who are in early retirement now, are now returning to an instrument that they studied when they were kids but never really had time over the years to keep up with. That is so true. And I think of myself uh, as a young kid growing up in, in Melrose, Massachusetts. I took uh, piano lessons and did it for a few years, actually, and, I, and, and truly uh, performed at, at a few recitals. It's hard to believe now, <laughs> if you know me, that I actually performed at piano recitals, but I did. 
when I was like 9, 10, 11 years old. Mrs. Kendall uh, was my teacher. I walked to the piano lessons. And, you know, my, my mother and grandmother always uh, used to tell me to, you know, keep up with the lessons and practice, practice, practice. And, of course, I didn't. I mean, I, I went on to do other things that I thought at the time were much more important than that. But when I look back on it, boy, I wish I could sit down at, at the keyboard right now and just uh, just like you know, play like so many can just for their own enjoyment, not for anything else, but be your own enjoyment. Well, yeah, we've got a new semester starting uh, up right now. Well, so there you go. Give us a ring and we'll sign you up. You, you know, you never know. You never <laughs> know. I might I might just take advantage of that. Uh, but, you know, I, I used to memorize pieces and uh, play at the recitals, but I, I, you know, couldn't sit down and even read music right now. So, uh, you know, yeah. but, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's the kind of thing, uh, not exactly like jumping right back on a bike again after many years not doing it, but I, I'm sure a lot of things would uh, kind of uh, rekindle your memory and you'd, you'd be able to pick it up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have been away, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that are in that boat that took lessons of some kind when they were younger and, uh, you know, haven't done it in a long time. But this is your opportunity, folks. The uh, Concord Community Music School, they're open to everyone. And uh, if, you know, people uh, cannot afford some of these lessons, do you have any any financial aid uh, for them? We do. As I mentioned earlier, we have almost $200,000 that we provide in aid every year. Mm. So everyone who can, who wants to, can participate. That's true. So uh, that that is uh, that is terrific, and uh, you do have seniors come in and, and. Oh, we have. Yeah. Yeah, it is not by any means all all young people studying. Yeah, I mean, it's spread across all the generations. Yeah, I think sometimes people envision when it's like uh, you know a music school of some kind that it is basically, you know, uh, teenagers, maybe people in their. Uh, early 20s, but not the case. We want to debunk that, folks. Yeah. Because that's not true. We have multiple generations within one family all really? studying at the same time. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, and you have so many, uh, it looks to me as if you have a, a number of uh, choral groups we do. Uh, of all ages uh, at the school. Yeah, and they're still performing. They found ways to, through technology, and you know, sometimes they'll be out in the parking lot in their cars, uh-huh. and they can mic them. So they can all participate. Sometimes they do it by Zoom. They, when it's warmer, they, they sang outside or performed outside. We also, I didn't mention one other thing, which is that our, a lot of our faculty members and our students will just throw together jam sessions. So if somebody wants to participate in something like that, you know, reach out and we can put you in touch with the right faculty members. And the next time they do it, you, know, you might be a high school student who loves jazz. Perfect opportunity to get to know other jazz aficionados who want to perform just off the cuff like that. Wow, that that is incredible. No, it, it really and, and truly is. So that is uh, good to know. And uh, I guess your faculty members are collectively known as the musicians of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we there many of them do, in fact, hire out in the community. You know, they've got bands or do other kind of gig work. Um, and we'll have a place on our new website where people can go and contact the musicians directly. Uh, that is a wonderful thing. So uh, if you're looking for some entertainment, whether it be a wedding or some kind of family function or group function that you're having, uh, the Concord uh, Community Music School would be the place to contact. Mm-hmm. And that's another good thing to know. I, I'm sure not too many people think about that uh, when they're you know uh, 
planning a wedding or planning an anniversary event or uh, whatever it might be, a party of some kind, uh, this is the place to go, right? Yeah, and the other thing is I don't think people realize how large a facility we have. I mean, we've got about 35 pianos, just pianos alone. 35? And that has nothing to do with how many violins we have, how many drum sets we have, all those kinds of things. It's a very large facility, which means we can accommodate people when they come. I guess so. And uh, again, uh, located at 23 Wall Street in downtown Concord. And uh, I'm sure people can go in there at any point uh, when you're open and mm-hmm. and maybe get a, a little tour and, and see what it's all about. Absolutely. We're always happy to show people what, what goes on there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe after this, uh, we'll create a little bit more of an awareness. But I imagine that would be, you know, something that... Uh, You'd like to do. I mean, I don't know what you know how much you advertise and that and that sort of thing. But uh, through word of mouth, I'm sure you get a lot of uh, students and a lot of referrals uh, that way. Uh, but uh, I, again, uh, there are a lot of people I'm sure that aren't aware in the community of the the breadth of your uh, of what you offer at, at this uh, at this school, the Concord Community Music School. I, I think many people would be surprised what they have. Uh, in their own backyard. Yeah, and that was one of the things that drew me to it when they first contacted me about it, was it is nationally known. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's so true that organizations, and just like Prophet in his own land, you, you don't really understand what you have because you don't have the basis of comparison. But the Concord Community Music School, Peggy Center, the founding director who retired last year, she and her, her faculty built it up to the point where it was the, the place everyone else wanted to be like. Yeah. And that remains so. Um, and so what you're getting when you get there is the best of the best. And it's here in Concord, but we serve people all over. And, you know, people sometimes don't realize what they have uh, very close to them in many respects. But uh, in this case, we're, we're talking about music, and it's so important to... Uh, to us all in, in one form or another. And it appears that uh, Concord Community Music School in downtown Concord just runs the gamut. I mean, I don't think you could name anything musically that you could not do or, or perform there. <laughs> well, I won't go that far. Oh, but you, we won't have go, a lot. you won't go that far. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, you're not going to have any punk rock there, right? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't put it past our faculty nope. to try anything. All right. <laughs> there may be some limitations, but not many, right? <laughs> not many. Uh, if you want to come in and learn uh, an instrument of some kind. Now, what about the instruments uh, themselves? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, instruments can be very expensive. You, managed, you said you had uh, 35 pianos. Uh, at your facility. But what about the other instruments? Do they have to be brought in by the students or what, what is the situation there? We have a wide variety. We have, we have loaner instruments mm-hmm. um, and some of them are fine instruments. Uh, and none of them are bad instruments. I don't mean to imply that. Right. But, um, no, if a student comes in and they can't afford their own instrument, we can make that happen for them. Um, we have some students who do bring their own instruments mm-hmm. and certainly the pianos and things like that that are on site. Are, are what people use. So that, again, is not a barrier by any means. Well, I mean, uh, what what more could you ask for, uh, folks, really? I mean, uh, there's very little uh, this in terms of music that the uh, Concord Community Music School uh, can't offer. You, now, that being said, 
Uh, are you thinking about, uh, you know, advancing other programs in the, in the future or uh, changing things uh, to any extent? Or um, where does the school stand right now? Well, at the moment, I mean, my role as an interim executive director is not to create new pathways. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that really is for the new executive director okay. when they come on board. Yeah. Um, but we are talking internally about opportunities to expand more nationally within certain programs, especially. Um, we'd like to expand with programs that we don't have right now where we know there's interest in the community. Um, Suzuki Violin is one of those where we know there's tremendous interest and we we have to find a, a faculty member. But music therapy is an area that has been growing exponentially, and we've been adding faculty in that. Um, so there are certain programs where we would like to expand quite a bit. Uh, and in general, we just we really would like to just expand the programs we have. We'd like to get back and do more with um, the New Americans and some of the other more disenfranchised communities. Um, that was something that was done very, very well over the years. There's with COVID, it's a hiatus again, but we'd like to get back to that. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, you're getting a new website. So that, that opens it up to a lot more people as well in terms of, you know, things that are going to catch their eye on, on the website. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that'll be a very important uh, uh, item to have in the not-too-distant future. Our guest today is the Interim Executive Director of the Concord Community Music School, Marianne Lindbergh, and uh, Marianne, you uh, took over your position uh, this past summer, mm-hmm. and uh, we know that the, the impact that COVID has had, but uh, again, uh, as a result of COVID, now you've, uh, I know this school has a, an international, uh, or at least a national uh, reputation, and uh, your classes ha- have expanded as a result uh, of COVID and uh, virtual learning and virtual performance, so uh, I guess in, in one way uh, that that uh, can be determined as a positive. So, um, you know, and I imagine that will continue long after uh, COVID has gone away. It will, absolutely, because, again, there are certain people who are finding that that enables them to participate when they couldn't before. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take a quick break here and come back with more of Kale and Company here at 1450 AM WKXL. 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9, our brand new signal in Manchester. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord, weedfamilyautomotive.com. Welcome back to Kale and Company, and our guest today is Marianne Lindbergh, and Marianne is the uh, new executive or interim uh, executive director of the Concord Community Music School. We've been talking about lots of the uh, programs and opportunities there are to be had from uh, six months old or maybe even five months old <laughs> to, uh, to almost 100 years old, spanning, uh, spanning the generations. And as you pointed out, it, it's so great to know, too, that there are uh, you know, several generations of, uh, of families that are performing actively and and uh, singing and uh, playing instruments from, uh, all, you know, a number of families here in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to know. And uh, the, the generations are enjoying it because, you know, music is, well, we said before, the universal language, which, I, I you know, it sounds cliche, but it's not. It brings people together uh, of, from all walks of life. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think it, it, it keeps 
you know, and you, you pointed out, I think it keeps families together as well. It does. And it also helps to build stronger communities across the fabric of a community. Um, because when you're involved in music and the arts, you are focusing on your commonalities and the things that make life worth living in many cases. Um, and yes, I'm speaking as a musician, so I'm a little biased, but yeah, well, um, you should be. <laughs> yeah, but it, it really, I mean, you can, you can help further dialogue between people who don't necessarily think alike in other ways by giving them that shared experience of, of performing together. And we see that all the time with people who come in and, and think they don't necessarily like someone else. And all of a sudden they're in an ensemble together and they begin to build some commonalities that they can they can enjoy and build on. Yeah. What was your first musical experience? How did you get involved in the music world? Uh, my mother was actually an uh, amateur singer and piano player and very, very good. She really could have gone professional, uh, but that was not the way she went. But my house was always filled with music. Um, her father played the organ and piano and violin. So we, we just had music around all the time, and I grew up loving it and learned that I enjoy primarily singing it. I play piano, but I'm primarily a singer and just, to this day, absolutely love music. Well, that is terrific. And uh, and you, I'm sure, uh, never let music escape from your life. I, we talked earlier, you did it professionally for... Uh, a number of years, but uh, but I'm sure even after that, you uh, you still sang and played the piano and, and what have you. I do. I mean, yeah. music remains very central to who I am. Um, I think it, not sure I'd want to go on if I couldn't have music in my life in some way. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I know I see people that, you know, can sit down at a moment's note. I see people at the, at the rest area in, in Hookset, <laughs> on, the, on the southbound side of the rest area. Uh, they have a piano there. And, the, and I think maybe on the on the northbound side too. I can't remember, but on the southbound side of the uh, Hooksett Rest Area on uh, 93, they have a place where you can actually go in and play the piano. <laughs> Anybody can sit down and and play the piano. And uh, a few times that I I've been in there, uh, I've heard some wonderful pianists at the Hooksett Rest Area. Believe it or not, just <laughs> sit down and uh, you know. Tickle the ivories, as they say, uh, but it, it sounds terrific. We'll have to uh, make that a branch campus. See that? Uh, th <laughs> there, you, there you go. Why not? <laughs> a branch campus of the Concord Community Music Center at the uh, at the Hooksit Rest Area. So <laughs> it, it, they can be quite entertaining, no, no doubt about that. But it's just, you know, I think there are a lot of people who uh, wish they could do something like that. So stop wishing, folks. And I'm talking to myself here, I think, as, as well as uh, many other people. But stop wishing and do it. And uh, yeah, don't, don't be embarrassed that you don't know it or you you know you don't have a background. In yeah. It. I mean, people come all the time because they want to try. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And and you've got to try if you have that desire. Mm -hmm. uh, don't hesitate because you know nobody's going to you know make fun of you or you know yeah. going to be uh, judgmental of. Uh, your perhaps lack of uh, musical knowledge, or uh, some people think they, uh, you know, don't have a singing voice, but uh, they might be surprised after after a few lessons Absolutely. how how uh, much of a singing voice they might have and, and never knew about, never knew what they could do. And the point is that you can enjoy it, and that's yeah. really what it's all about. Right. It's not trying to impress anybody. No. It's something for you to enjoy. A exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, some people, uh, 
you know, sing in church and think they sing off key or whatever it is. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe with a couple of lessons, you, you wouldn't be singing uh, off key. But uh, check it out. And I think uh, certainly a lot to offer at uh, the Concord Community Music School. So so check it out at ccmusicschool.org. That's their website. But a new website is on the way, we are promised, in the not-too-distant <laughs> future by Marianne Lindbergh, who is the interim executive director of the Concord Community Music School. Have to take one more break, and then we shall return and wrap things up here on Kale & Company with Marianne Lindbergh. We're presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord, weedfamilyautomotive.com. We welcome you back. We're heading down the home stretch of today's Kale & Company. And uh, we have a delightful guest today, Marianne Lindbergh, who is the interim executive director of the Concord Community Music School. And uh, Marianne, is there, you know, a, a search going on for? Uh, I can't say your successor. You're the, you're the interim <laughs> executive director, but uh, is the search committee looking for someone new to take over? They are. Um, they've been working on it for several months, um, very consciously doing it carefully so that they find someone who's a worthy successor to Peggy um, and who has the vision to carry the school along with the faculty and staff into the next stage of its growth and development. Um, they're in the early stages of interviews right now and um, hope to wrap up interviews in February and hopefully not too long after that there'll be a new person in this position and excite, excited to carry the school forward. Yeah, absolutely, because what uh, a reputation uh, the school has built uh, over the years and uh, what it's done. I mean, and like you say, uh, mo most people uh, who attend are not going to be famous musicians, but they're going to be able to play for their own enjoyment, maybe for the enjoyment of friends and family. Some will, you know, maybe go out and gig at different places uh, when they have the opportunity to do so. Uh, but, you know, it does so much, I think. Uh, you know, I, I've had, uh, you know, daughters that have uh, taken dance and, and music lessons. And, and I think it uh, really instills when you can do something like this and perform in front of people, even if it's only a few, it instills such uh, great confidence in people. I think there's another aspect that many people who don't know music very well don't aren't aware of. And that is that when you learn music, it actually helps you with math, mm -hmm. science, yeah. Um, working in teams, a lot of those soft skills that people talk about, as well as some of the hard skills. So the, the neural, the way the brain works when it comes to music helps in a lot of other capacities as well. We see a lot of physicians, for instance, who practice music quite regularly, uh, just as one example. Um, so it, it, it can help at people at all ages, but certainly with kids, be able to help them with a lot of the other things that they study in school. Yeah, so very true. Uh, that That is very well put. And uh, so take advantage of this tremendous resource uh, in downtown Concord, folks, if you have not already. Many have, of course, uh, in the past. It has a terrific reputation, a Concord Community Music School. And uh, get uh, more information at ccmusicschool.org with a new website on the way. And uh, don't forget, coming up on February 10th as part of the box like Johann Sebastian Bach, uh, the Bach's Lunch Series. I love that. 
uh, a concert called Spread the Love, and it's just before Valentine's Day, so the timing mm-hmm. couldn't have been any more perfect for our good friend uh, Paul Hodes to uh, perform with his wife, uh, Pego, and uh, that's how they met, I do believe, uh, playing music uh, years and years ago. <laughs> Along with uh, Kent Allen, it's going to be quite a show, and that is coming up February, 20th, uh, February 10th, and I believe it starts at like 1210 mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and it only goes for uh, less than an hour, so you can just take your lunch break and enjoy the music of uh, Paul Hodes, uh, his wife, Pego, and uh, Kent Allen at the uh, Concord Community Music School at uh, 23 Wall Street in downtown Concord. So uh, check that out. And uh, Marianne Lindbergh, you have been a uh, a fabulous guest. We appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity. It is our pleasure. And we thank you for listening to uh, Kayle Company today here on AM 1450 WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region and 101.9 FM in Manchester, Hale & Company, presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord, WeedFamilyAutomotive.com.